And hello, hello. I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems. It's been working. It's amazing. I was skeptical at first after they booted my ass off the radio, those dumb stations. But we got so many requests. We've got about 3,000 listeners. It's been growing all the time. We're getting good reports on Facebook. You got legal problems? Call it in. 800-996-4505. It's that simple. 800-996-4505. We'd love to hear from you. You call it in 24-7. We'll get back to you. We got voicemail. Any kind of a legal problem. We've been doing this a long time. David Brown is doing research. 800-996-4505. Emails. Len at lentillum.com. We answer them. And I'll read one at the end of the show. Every show. And, and we'll answer them. You don't have to call in. I'd love you to call in. But if you don't, Len at lentillum.com. Okay, let's begin. Kim in Alameda. How come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I'm calling because I got second degree burn on my hand because I was drinking tea and the glass broke in half. Were you doing this at home? Yes, at home. Oh, and the glass spontaneously broke in half. Yes, it did. Mm, you want to sue the manufacturer of the cup or the glass, right? Yes. Because yeah. it's designer glass, and I thought it would be very durable. And I read the little booklet that comes with a cup, and it says, fill it with whatever you like. It didn't have a disclaimer. Yeah, I remember my grandma always used to drink tea in a glass. Yeah. And she always put a, a, a spoon in it for the heat. And it's but, like a big, it's a thick gla- uh, glass. Yeah, it shouldn't have broke. Yeah. You can sue. There's a, it's product liability law. And the manufacturer of an unreasonably unsafe product is liable. They're liable for the injuries cost. Uh-huh. You're going to have to prove the cup was unsafe, it was made improperly, and they're going to say, wait a second, somebody dropped the cup on the floor one day and didn't see the crack. That's How badly were you hurt, Kim? Um, second degree burn on my left hand, and I have to wear a gauze to cover it. And when, how, when did this happen? It happened on Sunday. So you're going to be okay, right? Um, well, I'm fine, but it's like it hurt a lot. Yeah, and you're 27. Thank God it's not on your face, you know, or something like that. Look, wait a month or two and see how it heals up, Uh okay? And I just think it's going to be hard to find a lawyer. Second-degree burns means blisters, right? Yes, big blisters. Yeah, you don't even know what it's worth yet. You know, if you've got scarring on your hand, it's worth more than if you don't. Wait a while, keep the cup, see what's going on. And then you'll have to talk to... pictures of of my hand. Yeah, you should. It doesn't hurt. Take pictures of all that. Because if it ever goes to trial or they're going, you say, I was burnt. If a jury can see a picture of a blistered hand, it's a lot better than you saying, oh, it hurt me a lot then. You know? Uh-huh. Okay? So um, right now, don't do anything. There's to- nothing you can do right now. You don't know the extent of your damages. Well... Well, I had to take time off work to go to a... That's doctor. lost wages. That's part of your damages. Uh-huh. Uh, you know? I understand. So I would have to find a tort lawyer. Yeah, a lawyer who does personal injury work. And it's going to be hard because the damages, I know it it hurts you a lot. It's really painful. But the damages are not that terrible, thank God. And you're 27 and you'll heal and hopefully there's no scar. And what's it worth? Five, four, five thousand dollars and to sue a manufacturer, you know. It's hard to find a lawyer to take a case that doesn't have a big recovery because they got to work just as hard to make a $10,000 recovery as a $200,000 recovery, and they'd rather get a third of 200000 than of ten grand. Well, it's right. a designer cup, though. It's not like a... You don't get extra because it's a designer cup. Keep the cup and the receipts if you've got them. Anthony in Fairfield, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hey, man. 
I just got out of the hospital. My six-year-old was attacked with a pair of scissors in the classroom. How badly was he hurt? Um, it's, we, they got the bleeding to stop. Um, they, they wanted to do stitches, but he wasn't too cooperative. Now, wait a minute. Your, your kid's six years old, so what is he, in the first grade elementary school? Yeah, first grade elementary school, public school. So... Let's go through this. Your son was attacked by another student, slashed his wrist, right? Yeah. Okay. And so they called, the ambulance came and all that stuff, right? Took him to the hospital. No, in fact, they called me and their on-call nurse. The on-call nurse actually called me and said, hey, this doesn't look good. You should take him to the hospital. Thank God you were available and you did it and they stitched him up. So right now, the principal and the school district are trying to figure out what to do. You know, this doesn't happen often. Um, yeah. You could sue the parents of, of the kid who did it for the economic damages, you know, your medical bills. Do you have health insurance? I do. My damages so far are uh, $20 in copays, you know. It's yeah. not really. <laughs> so you'd, you might want to sue the school. I, I don't recommend it, but let me go through it. You could make a claim against the school district for negligently supervising the kids. I, I, but if your son is okay, you ready for this? If your son's okay yeah. and you don't have medical bills because, thank God, you have health insurance, yeah. my advice is leave it alone. You know, it's six-year-old kids. I don't know what happened unless the six-year-old kid who attacked your kid is a known problem or if this is some kid with severe learning disabilities and aggression issues, maybe he shouldn't be in school with regular kids. Oh, that's the thing, and naturally, because of HIPAA, they're not going to reveal that to me. Yeah, but see what happens. You can ask your kid about this kid's behavior, you know what I mean, or talk to the teachers. Just find out what's going on with this kid. Look, I read articles, schools don't have money to replace broken windows or bioelectric light bulbs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I don't recommend. Stay away from lawyers on this. Hopefully, your, your son, call me in a while when we know how your son is doing, and you know, it's, I just it's don't a, know why they. I don't know why they have those kind of scissors available to first graders. You know, yeah. what happened to those safety scissors? I mean, I don't get it. I, I don't know what happened. Maybe they can't afford safety scissors. I have no idea. If that's part of the negligence, you don't let little kids use sharp scissors like that. But don't be running to lawyers so fast. Take care of your kid. Talk to the school teacher. Talk to the principal. Do not threaten lawyers in suits to it. It's not worth that much money anyway because your kid's going to be okay. Thank God. Right. If the scissor wound up in his eye, then you'd have lawyers lining up around your block, but it didn't. Well, that could could be next week, though. If this kid has severe aggression issues, and this is a really disturbed kid, yeah, I agree with you. He should not be in a class with other students. You know, if he was in the eighth grade, they'd already have him locked up in juvenile hall. But it's a six-year-old kid. Maybe he didn't mean to do it. Find out what happened. Don't say anything about lawyers, and don't be running to lawyers, okay? All right, thanks, man. You're welcome. Rachel in Oakland, how come you're calling a lawyer? Um, my mother is currently on life support, and um, she has no medical insurance, and I have no living trust, and the money that I need... Wait, 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 too to... fast. i got to ask you, why is she on life support? What happened? What's wrong with her? How old is she? She had a massive heart attack, and she is 50 years old. She was taken to the hospital where they did a um, procedure to unblock her artery. But the problem is not with her heart now. The problem is that she didn't get enough oxygen to her brain. Yeah, so... so she she has been put in a vegetative state. There's no brain activity, right? 
No, sir. So the doctors are saying, look, Rachel, your mother's never coming back. We want to take her off life support. Yes. Okay. They're, they're, they're actually telling me that they haven't told me that, you know, we want to do that. They're telling me what the possibilities are of her becoming a normal human being again. Well, let me ask you a question. If you were laying in a hospital with no chance of normal activity, you have a heart attack like this, where what happens is, you know, an artery gets blocked, the heart doesn't pump, and you don't get blood to your brain, and it doesn't get oxygen, and then the brain dies. You can, the parts of the brain that know, you know, keep you awake or conscious, that's gone, right? So if, if you were like that, would you want them to unplug you? Yes. Me too. That, that, Me that's too. That's no way to live. Me too. So... How come you're calling me? How can I help you? I'm calling you because um, the issue is that my mother needs to be, you know, after she dies, I need to take care of her funeral services. I need to move all this stuff because I live in Houston. So all of her things that are here in California, I need to move them to Houston with me. Are you in Oakland right now? Yes, sir. Okay. So, oh, I see. You have to get access to her bank accounts and stuff like that. I need access to her savings account, and I don't have a living trust, I don't have a will, I don't have anything. How much money does your mother have in the bank? It's about $20,000. Okay, I'll help you for nothing. You ready for this? No kidding. Let me explain. You can't really access these accounts legally while your mother's alive. You'd have to file for conservatorship, and you gotta have to wait 40, you gotta wait a long time, and it's a big problem and expensive, and and your mother will be gone. I, I don't mean to sound cruel, Oh, no, no. So, I understand completely. Unplug her, let her die. Then um, we can sign. It's supposed to wait 40 days after death, and you can do what's called a small estate declaration. How many children does your mother have? Just me. You're entitled to the money in the bank. Um, by the way, does your mother have an ATM card and a PIN number? Yes, she has an ATM card, but I don't. I don't know the PIN. Oh, because you could take money out of an account. That is not exactly kosher, but if you're using it to help her, and you, you know. Um, look, mortuaries run into issues like this frequently. And if you show them the bank account with the $20,000, and I'll even write them a letter saying you're going to pay them, you know what I mean? They'll yeah. work with you and wait the 40 days to get paid. And you don't need a big, fancy funeral, a simple cremation. You don't have to buy a fancy urn, you know what I mean? No, that that's all I want. It, it's all, I've already called and, and found out how much it's going to cost. How it's much do they be, want for a cremation? It's only going to be $1,300, and that's with three death certificates and a certificate, uh, I guess, a license. Right, and I guess, to that, includes, that includes picking her up and taking her from the hospital to the mortuary. Yes, sir. Okay, look, I'm in Sonoma. You can call me. You got a pencil? Yeah, yes, hold on just a minute, sir. Okay. 707 nine nine okay so i'll help you i'm not hustling you as a client i'll do it all for nothing i'll help you with all the stuff to get the money you got to talk to the mortuary if you want me to talk to them i will too but i can't guarantee you know what i mean but the, yeah, yeah, I, they I should work with you and, and see what's going on we got to get your mother cremated and done properly the only the only other thing that I wanted to ask you about is, will the hospital, because my mom didn't have any insurance, will the hospital be able to freeze that account and take that money? No. No, you'll no. get, here's what's going on. Um, you're supposed to pay off her creditors and the cost of her um, cremation. That's part of it. Um, 
You can even deduct the cost of your airline flights or moving her furniture. We can work that out. It's not going to be left a lot of money. There's not much left, $20,000 anyway, but the hospital can't freeze it. But um, if we do this small estate declaration, you're going to be agreeing when you sign it. They let you do it without a probate to pay off her bills. Not beyond the bills, not beyond the twenty grand, but just what's there. But we can help you get the money, okay? Okay. But you got to wait 40 days after the death. You might... 40 days after the death. Yeah, you might... It's a waste of time. I was going to say, go to the bank and talk to them. They're not going to give you... Did. And they told you get they lost, right? They didn't tell me. They told me that there's no way that... No way. Right, right, right. You take care of your mom. Call me back. We'll help you for nothing. Okay, Rachel? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Paulette! Paulette and Oakley, how come you need a lawyer? Um, because my daughter was recently um, arrested. For what? Excuse me? What happened? Well, she was uh, in a car with three other people, and um, the uh, uh, basically she, the car was cut off by someone, and the person that was in the front seat passenger side um, pulled out a BB gun and shot at the car. How old is your daughter? She's 20 years old. Young and dumb. So she was in the back, not in the front. She wasn't driving. That's correct. And some guy in the right front seat shot a BB gun at some woman who cut them off, right? That's correct. You know, it makes me wonder, if he had a twenty-two caliber handgun, would he have shot that too? I, I mean, you know, how much can you be thinking? So let me guess. Well, I'm not even going to guess. What happened? Well, basically, um, when that happened, my daughter was very didn't expect that to happen. She didn't even know that he had the BB gun with him. So they went off the freeway, and the car that actually was hit went off with them and followed them and then called in to the police. Right. Everyone has a cell phone. Look, the woman who cut them off, yeah, you should, and everybody out there, that's a reason to watch out cutting people off because this road rage, we got all these lunatics out there with BB guns and guns. You know, who knows some crazy person like this? You anger them for a minute, look at the impulse control, and bam. So what did your, your daughter got arrested, right? That's correct. What did she get arrested for? Um, she got arrested for a basically um, conspiracy to commit a crime, as well as uh, something to do with uh, a dangerous throwing a dangerous item or something like that from a car to harm another um, person or vehicle. No assault with a deadly weapon. No, she did not get charged with that. Uh, anything else? Yes, actually, she had some prescription medication with her. What meds? Uh, Vivanase, it's a prescription for ADD, but she did not have it in the original bottle, so she was also arrested for um, having a controlled substance. But let's deal with that one. That's an easy one. She really does have a prescription for it, and it's really her medicine, and, and that's it, right? That's correct. Okay, so one other quick lesson. If you're carrying any medications, especially ones that can get you high and, and you know, have them legally, Put them in a bottle. Keep them in the bottle you got from Long's or whatever drugstore you got them from. Keep them in the bottle. So, you know, okay. So let's go through it. Where did she get arrested? Not in Oakland, but where? Um, actually in Glen County, uh, Willows. On the way to Tahoe or somewhere, north of Sacramento on I-5, right? That's correct. Yeah. You know, these rural places, they don't, they're even, you know, heavier duty, I guess. So she got arrested. Is she still in jail? No, actually, she was released last night um, because they were not able to arraign her. So they let her out on her own recognizance. That's correct. And if you wanted to get her out Monday night, how much would bail have been? 
It would have been $22,000. The bail was 22000 or the bail was 220000 The I, bail was $22,000. Right, okay. So um, let, let's go through it. Okay. Um, they arrested all four people in the car on suspicion of conspiracy. Conspiracy, if you and I... Conspiracy is a funny thing. If you and I plan to go into a drugstore or uh, Albertsons and steal a 25 cent, you know, a two dollar thing of lipstick, the conspiracy to do it, planning to do a crime can be a felony. So they grab all the kids for conspiracy. I think that would be thrown out. The woman cuts them off. This guy takes her gun. That would probably get thrown out. Okay. Um, The problem is. You know, you shoot a weapon out of a car. You know, you, you, you've seen that Christmas movie, right? A, a BB gun can take your eye out, right? Correct, can yeah. be a deadly weapon. Um, and, and by the way, he's got a BB gun. I bet it looks like a real gun, doesn't it? Actually, my daughter said it looked like, like a handgun. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, yeah. if I were driving and I cut somebody off and then somebody leans out of the window and aims a handgun at me because I don't know it's a BB gun, I'd soil my shorts. I'd have a heart attack. You know, I figure my life is over for no reason. So there's going to be a hearing coming up, right? She's got yeah, a hearing date. Yeah. yeah, she has to go. And hmm, I, I would certainly not plead guilty to anything. If you can afford a lawyer, I'd recommend getting a lawyer. Otherwise, use the public defender. Okay. Uh, you got any other things you want to share about this or anything you wanted to talk about? You mentioned it to David. I wanted to go over that. Um, basically, I, she did experience um, different treatment from the other person that she was with when she was there at the jail. Why? Um, Why do you think? Well, she is uh, biracial, so she's um, Caucasian and African-American. And you think they treated her differently because she, she she looks like she's African-American or something like that, right? Yes, because she has no prior history of anything. Um, and generally, I wouldn't think there'd be any reason. She's always been very polite and respectful. Yeah, and her boyfriend, is he African-American also? Yes, he is. But he's not the one who shot the gun. No, that's correct. He was in the back seat with her. And the guy who shot the gun, a white guy? Yes. Is he still in jail? No, he was released as well. They were all released. They That's all right. have to show up. Hopefully the guy who shot the gun, you know, they've got him. They know he shot the gun. You know, young kids, he probably spilled his guts to the cop, and the woman's going to testify. And he'll say, look, there was no conspiracy. I, Your daughter didn't do anything. She was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know? Right. Yeah. Make sure when she goes to see the public defender, she's got the prescription pill bottle with her. You still okay. have that? or a doctor's prescription, evidence that the, where the pills came from. Don't plead guilty. Get a public defender. What should your daughter, what do you think your daughter learned from this? Basically, when I picked her up last night, the first thing she said to me was, you always told me to be careful who I was around, because if something went wrong, I'd be, accused, I'd be guilty of it as well, yeah. just by being with them. Yeah, and, and by the way, um, when there's a violent crime involved, they can keep you in jail for 72 hours before releasing her or taking her to a judge. So I guess they kept her there the 72 hours, you know, and then they released her. Go to court with her. Ask If you don't have a lot of money, ask for a public defender. Don't plead guilty and see what happens, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Young and dumb. What else can I say? Good calls, huh? Really? It's working, this internet. Amazing. Podcasts. Call anytime you want. We'll get back to you. 800-996-4505. Emails. 
I work with David Brown, Rosie McNichol, Arden Kwan does asset preservation, Jim Gagan does personal injury work with us. I, I mean, we've got it covered. I've got a woman who works in the building, doesn't work for me, who does divorce work, family law. She answers family law questions. What could be bad? We've got bankruptcy lawyer who will answer questions. We've got this whole network of lawyers, no charge, no fee. Maybe they'll pick up a client, maybe they won't, but they'll answer your email questions. Len at lentillon.com. I read a few on the air. Listen to this. Dean wrote this. My tenant grows pot in his apartment in Oakland. I asked him to take it out. So he says to me, I got a permit to grow for my doctor and approval by the city. Is this right? Can he do this? Look, Dean, in Alameda County, if you have a physician's recommendation, you can possess up to six mature plants or 12 immature plants and up to eight ounces of pot. Look, if he's growing a couple of pots, it's no big deal. But it's your house and those grow rooms... Those grow rooms, he's turning, you know, your, a living room, a bedroom, a garage into, into a rainforest. You know what I mean? It's hot. It's damp. Stuff rots. He's bringing water and chemicals in there. Maybe the pot's legal, but you don't have to let him grow it there. You ought to have a lease. He signs a lease, and he says no marijuana will be grown. I mean, you, you can't say no gay people, no Chinese, no black people. You can't discriminate because of sexual orientation, religion, or, or ethnicity. No. But if somebody's a pothead, I don't think that's protected by the California Constitution yet. So you can certainly say no pot growing. And if he's growing pot, you know, he's artificially creating a rainforest in your house, throw his ass out. Because after that pothead leaves, you're going to find $50,000 worth of mold damage and rotting, you know, sheetrock. Get rid of him. You don't need to grow no pot in your house. Good show coming up for you tomorrow. Join us again.